next celestial body on our tour of the solar system is our home planet, Earth. The third planet from the sun. Earth, from space, Earth appears deep blue in the, because of the nitrogen in the atmosphere and the oceans that cover 71% of its surface. Since Earth spins on its axis more than 1,000 miles, 1,600 kilometers per hour, and travels around the sun at 66,700 miles, 107,300 kilometers per hour, all of us who live on Earth are actually traveling through space all the time. Located at just the right distance from the sun, Earth is warm enough for water to exist as a liquid, which is an essential element for most life. Its atmosphere is oxygen-rich and is swirled by white clouds, and Earth has the most diverse terrain of any planet. The polar caps are covered with sheets of ice. Along the equator, vast deserts border grasslands that give way to lush tropical jungles. In temperate zones, green forests surround mountains thrust up by volcanoes or the movements of tectonic plates. So far, all plan our planet is the only place in the universe we know that of that have life, life on it. Average distance from the sun is 92,956,050 miles from the sun. The equilateral, equilateral diameter is 7,900 miles. The length of a day, as you know, because you live on a planet, is 24 hours, and the length of a year is 365 days. The surface temperatures, at the very least, go to negative 126 Fahrenheit and the highest to 136 degrees Fahrenheit. There's only one known moon on Earth, of Earth. Over time, landmasses thrust up by volcanic activity begin to rise out of Earth's oceans. These landmasses begin to drift, drift and collide, growing larger and larger until they form a giant supercontinent. The supercontinent eventually broke apart into smaller continents, about, and the smaller continents pushed together slowly to form another supercontinent. Slowly after that, the supercontinents separated into the continents we see today. Even today, the continents are drifting. Scientists predict that two, that North America will collide with South Africa. Now, North America will collide with South Africa, and South America will wrap around the southern tip of the Africa. By then, the Pacific Ocean will cover half of Earth. That idea that the solid ground will start will standing we are standing on may be slowly moving is difficult to believe. Even more amazing is that the interior structure of Earth is pretty, still pretty big. A mystery to us. Scientists believe that the structure of Earth consists of four separate layers. Covering the outer surface, the part where we build houses and plant trees is the rocky crust. It is average 5 miles 8 kilometers thick under the oceans and up to 45 miles 72 kilometers thick under the continents. If Earth were the size of an apple, the crust would be about the thickness of the apple peel. Earth's atmospheres contain the exosphere, the ion sphere, and then the thermosphere, the mesosphere, the stratosphere, the troposphere, and what we have now. In 1970, Soviet scientists began trying to drill through the crust. They only succeeded in digging a hole about a third of the way through before they gave up. It took them two decades to, to drill down 7.6 miles, 12 kilometers. Even though they did not make it beyond the crust, what they found surprised them. First, temperatures down there were hot enough to cook a turkey or bake a pie. Mmm, that sounds tasty. And the rock at the depth and the rock at the depth was saturated with water, something nobody believed was possible. Below the crust is a mantle, a layer of dense semi-solid rock. It flows out through the crust through cracks and onto the surface as lava. 
and when volcanoes erupt. Beneath the mantle is a liquid outer core that spins like a motor, generating a magnetic field around Earth that repels damaging solar radiation. At the center of our planet is a solid core where the temperatures may reach about 9,000 degrees Fahrenheit, 5,000 degrees Celsius, about as hot as the surface of the sun. That's really hot. You would definitely not survive down there. You'd be baked like a pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving. Today, Earth's atmosphere is nearly 80% nitrogen and 21% oxygen, with traces of carbon dioxide, water, and argon. The small amount of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere helps moderate the temperatures of our planet. If there were little, too little carbon dioxide, Earth would be, become too cold too much and it would grow unbearably hot. Unlike the, any other place that we know in our solar system, the oxygen in our atmosphere is provided and replenished by living organisms. Plant life on Earth exhales oxygen that animals need. Without plants, there would be no animal life. It, in turn, animals exhale carbon dioxide that plants use in photosynthesis. Earth's, at, Earth's atmosphere has no definite boundary. It just becomes thinner as it fades into outer space. The atmosphere is divided into layers. The layer closest to the ground is called the tropos troposphere. It extends about 8 miles, 13 kilometers into the sky. There is a layer where all weather occurs and where most planes fly. Above the troposphere is the stratosphere, which continues to about out to about 30 miles, 50 kilometers above the surface. In the lower stratosphere is the, is the very important ozone layer, a special form of oxygen. Ozone blocks deadly ultraviolet radiation from the sun. Without it, plants and animals wouldn't survive. The reason we have seasons can be confusing. Some people think summer occurs in the hemisphere close to the sun and that the hemisphere farthest away experiences winter. This sounds like a great explanation, but unfortunately it's wrong. Seasons occur because Earth tilt 23.5 degrees on its axis. That tilt affects the intensity of the sunlight hitting the surface and in that, and in that in turn causes seasons. When North America, Europe, and Northern Asia are having summer, it's because they're tilted directly toward the sun and receiving the most concentrated sunlight or direct sunlight of the rays of the sun. During the same time in the Southern Hemisphere, in South America and Africa, and Australia are tilted away from the sun, so sunlight is less concentrated and there's less heat. AKA, they have let indirect sunlight. Six months later, when Earth circles around to the other side of the sun, everything reverses. The northern hemisphere is winter and southern, hemis southern hemisphere is summer. In January, when people in Vermont are out skiing down slowly slopes, Australians down under are waxing their surfboards and sunbathing on the beach. Living things are found everywhere on Earth, from the tropical equator to the frozen poles, from the bottom of the oceans to the top of the mountains, including inside other organisms, including us, and inside scalding volcanic sulfur pools. The diversity and distribu distribution of life on Earth are staggering, from amoebas to elephants, electric eels to butterflies. Scientists have yet to catalog, to catalog all of the species of life existing here on our planet. Taxonomists the scientists who try to group life forms into similar categories have identified about 1.2 million distinct animals and plant species, mostly mammals and birds. But it's estimated that the number of undiscovered species, mostly fish, fungi, insects, and land animals, is about 8 million. This total does not include simple organisms such as bacteria. Scientists say, scientists say that if you want to discover a new animal, all you have to do is spend a day in a tropical rainforest in South America Look on looking under a lava rock. Scientists are not quite sure. Quite sure they're fairly sure. Earlier than the sea. 
Most living creatures, including human beings, carry the fossil record of the past inside them. Since 71% of Earth is covered by water and our bodies are about 60% water, in a way, of, we are walking containers of ocean. The earliest life on Earth probably looked like the bacteria we find everywhere on the planet today. Over the past, over the past 3.7 billion years, organisms on Earth have di- diversified and adapted to almost every environment imaginable. Environment imaginable. How did they did this? Is still not. Has the same process occurred elsewhere in our solar system or on? or on other planets circling distant stars, within the next 25 years, we may well have an answer to this question. This is all I'm going to give you on Earth today. There's lots more information that I will, that I do not need to tell you, because we live on this planet, and you probably already know. That is all today for this wet mud ball that's hurtling through space that we live on and is currently the only known life source in the universe. See you next time on our solar system tour. Do 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 do.